Good evening. Tonight we're learning Maseches Psachim Daf Tzadi Vav. A little bit of a long first Amud, but we're only going to be doing part of the second Amud, a little bit more than half. We'll go two-thirds of the way down to Tzadi Vav and the Bays. Um, after tonight, the next Daf we will have will be Saturday night. No uh, no Daf tomorrow night in honor of the Purim holiday. What's that? Yes, I will miss you as well. Thank you. But I'll see you Saturday night. I'll be in Skokie for Shabbos, and uh, we'll do Daf Motei Shabbos 840. Um, this is Thursday's stop, so we'll be set. Blot and a half Shabbos, blot and a half Sunday, and evened out again. We're blot ahead now. This, when we finish tonight, will be this is Thursday's stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That was like the last, whatever we evened out. So tonight, we're starting at the very bottom line of Tzadi Hayam at Bez. And yesterday, we were talking about uh, a Mishnah that spoke about a year when it was Pesach Ababatuma, and how there are some ripple effects of there being a Pesach Ababatuma. And here is yet another. Uh, impact of that Pesach Ababatuma status. Uh, bottom line, by Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef asks the following question, if the people who are Tamei Mes and they, uh, they push their way in, and they ate the Emurim of the Pesach Ababatuma, these are the parts of the animal that you're not supposed to eat, they're supposed to stay up on the Mizbeach. So says the Gemara, top of Tzadi Mahu, what would the Din be in such a case? Would they have violated the Israel of eating the Emurim, yes or no? Do we say that maybe because it's, it's a year of Pesach Ababatuma, so therefore, because you can eat the Basar, Pesach Ababatuma, you're allowed to do that. Therefore, you're also allowed to eat the Emurim. Odilma, or perhaps, my the Ishtere Ishtere. No, only the fact that the Basar is Mutter, that's because of Pesach Ababatuma, but my the Lo Ishtere, Lo Ishtere. But maybe the Emurim, these parts of the animal that are really supposed to be burned up, so maybe we should then say that, nope, they're not okay to eat. So Amar Rava, Rava answers four or five lines down, Sadi Vav Aleph, Amar Rava Michdi. We need to analyze the following. Tumas Emurim, Mehecha Yisrabi. Where did we even learn about to start with the Isra being the Emurim of the Korban Pesach? So says the Gemara, we learned it from the Basar itself. Says the Gemara as follows, Mitumas Basar, Asher Hashem, the Pasuk on the side of the Gemara, full, a full Pasuk that speaks about this, and he says, Asher Hashem. what do those words include? The Rabos, Esho Emurim. And therefore, because we learn out the Emurim, the Isra of eating the Emurim, because we learn them out from Tumas Basar, and because the Tumas Basar is overridden because it's Pesach Ababatuma, therefore says the Gemara as follows, six, seven lines down. When there is a status of Tumas Basar, when there's an Isser of Tumas Basar, namely in a year when it's a regular year, not Pesach Ababatuma, then then you're going to have the Isser of eating the Tumas Emurim. But in a year where there is no Isser of Tumas Basar, because it is Pesach Ababatuma, then and there will not then be an Isser of Tumas Emurim. So therefore, just go back to where we started tonight, Rabbi Yosef wants to know, in a year of Pesach Ababatuma, if you eat the Emurim, did you violate the Isser of the rice? The answer is no, because the Isser of the Emurim is hooked in to the uh, Isser of the Tumas Basar. And because the Tumas Basar is mutter to eat in a year of Pesach Ababatuma, therefore, if one were to eat the Emurim during a year of Pesach Ababatuma, it would not be an Isser of the rice. Ten lines down. One more question before we get to the new Mishnah. Boy Reb Zera, Emurei Pesach Mitzrayim Hecha Akterinhu. Where were the Emurim brought on the year that Pesach took place in Mitzrayim? The year of uh, of all the Makos, the year that the Jews actually left Mitzrayim. Where were the Emurim burnt? They were in Mitzrayim. They didn't have. Uh, where, where, where were they? Where were they going to be mocked or everything? What? Nothing, and maybe Abama might have been mutter. It could be, but it didn't. We don't seem to see in the psukim that they did this. So says the Gemara. Amar Abaye, Uman Avud. 
Who says they didn't make uh, their own pit, their own spit, their own little thing? Who says maybe they didn't do that? Yeah, I guess it's kind of like a bummer, whatever. The point is maybe they burned it that way. The Odin, furthermore, we know there wasn't a Mizbech because Hatanam Rav Yosef, Gimel Mizbechos Hayusham, there were three places of Mizbech, but as we will see, and as Rashi highlights, it wasn't for the sake of a Murin, it was only for the sake of the Dam to do the Zrika Sadam. What were those three places? Al Hamashko, Mezuzos. It was only on the lintel and on the, on the doorpost. That's where we put the blood. And that was our... Uh, effectively, that was our Mizbech, that was our Zrikas Hadam, and then says the Gemara right before the Mishnah, there was no other, uh, there was nothing else to do. So they didn't really burn the Imurim unless it was on the spit itself, but there was no Mizbech that year. And that brings us to the next Mishnah, and this next Mishnah continues a topic that we just concluded with, which is Pesach Mitzrayim. What is the difference between Pesach Mitzrayim and Pesach Doros, which is us, we are Pesach Doros. Ma bein Pesach Mitzrayim le Pesach Doros. What's the difference between Pesach of that year, a few thousand years ago when we left Egypt, to the way that we keep Pesach now? Says the Gemara, Pesach Mitzrayim, when it came to Pesach Mitzrayim, Mekho mi, mi be'asor. We needed to pick out our animal on the 10th of the month. That was a Dindo Raisa. By that time, it's not true now. That's not true now. We had to make sure that there was hazah, the sprinkling of blood, with the hyssop, with the branches there. That was a din raisa then, that only applied then. The nechal bechipazon had to be eaten quickly, that only applied then. The laila echad had to be eaten in one night. Interesting, we'll have to see what that means in the Gemara. And in regards to Pesach of nowadays, Pesach doros of the future generations, which is us, we have a custom for all seven days. What custom do we have for all seven Seven days. What are we talking about? So we'll see in the Gemara what that means. Minalan. The Gemara opens a third of the way down. What is going on here in regards to the Pesach Mitzrayim, where it said it, where we said it had to be the tenth of the month? So how do we know that it had to be the tenth of the month? Because the Torah tells us. The Pasuk says. The Pasuk says. Yisrael lemor be'asor la'chodesh. So be'asor la'chodesh hazeh va'yikhu on this month va'yikhu, and then you should purchase the animal. Zeh mekhu mi be'asor. That's how we know that it has to be on the tenth of the month. Ve'ain pesach doros mekhu be'asor mi be'asor. So only zeh, only this month, uh, only this uh, pesach by pesach mitzrayim. That's where we have a din that one has to uh, set aside the animal by the tenth of the month. But pesach doros, no, there's no need for ain pesach doros mekhu mi be'asor. The Gemara is now going to ask eight different questions based not on the specific answer that we just gave, but on the method that we just gave, which is the word zeh, or we'll see the word bo, which is this specific. When we see by a Pasuk that relates to Pesach Mitzrayim, the word zeh or bo specific, does it really limit us to that day, yes or no? And we're going to ask eight different questions, which will bring us all the way to the two dots at the bottom of the page, and then we will continue with other parts of the Mishnah. So says the Gemara, three lines before the wide lines, Elameata, if what you're saying is that the word Zeh teaches me something exclusive about Mitzrayim and something, therefore, that doesn't apply by Pesach Doros, then what about the following? We know the Torah says, What do we see? Until the 14th day of this month, Hachanami. One, one of these, Pesach Mitzrayim, seems to require Dalid Yamin Bikor. You need four days of making sure that there's no moon, that there are no blemishes on the animal. And maybe we would say, And maybe nobody else required, no other korbanos require this, but that can't be. First long line, Vatanya. Ben Bagbag Omer Minayin Litamid. We see by other korbanos that in fact we do that. By the korban tamid, we 
we have? Four days of bikor to make sure that there are no blemishes on the animal. How do we know that there by the tummy that in fact we require those four days? Shene'emar, the following drasha, and a pasuk that's contrasting with that says as follows. So what do we see from the world of the parsha Satamid? We see that by the Korban Tamid that we do require bikor dal that we need four days. So how can the pasuk tell me that it seems to imply that only by Pesach uh, Mitzrayim that we need four days of, of Bikor to ensure that there's no moon in the animal. Not true. It's even true by, by the Korban Tamid. So answers the Gemara, shiny Hasam. It's different by the Korban Tamid. Why? Because it says over there, Dixit Tishmaru. And therefore, by, 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 uh, by the, yes, it's true that our, in principle, the word Hazeh should exclude everything from Pesach Mitzrayim. And maybe only there we need Dal Yom and Bikor. But it's true in general, but the, but the Korban Tami does get it because it has the word Tishmaru, that we have to protect the animal and we have to make sure that there is no more. Asks the Gemara, five lines into the wide lines, halfway down to Pesach Doros Nami. But even by our types of Pesach, forget Pesach Mitzrayim. Now, even by us, we should be concerned. Nami, Haksi Vavatos Avodazos Bachodesh Hazet. All of them should be the same. So therefore, says the Gemara, you're right. You're right. The, Pesach, the word of Hazed that we were using by Pesach, Mitzrayim, that we saw at the beginning of the question of that you're right. It's not meant to teach us that Pesach Mitzrayim is different than Pesach Doros, that the Pesach of old is different than the Pesach of today, but rather to contrast Pesach Rishon to Pesach Sheni and that you cannot learn anything from there. Question number two. We have a Pesach that writes about Chluas Abbasar Balayla Hazet. It says you have to eat it this night. This is Pesach Mitzrayim. So what do we do? What do we learn from there? Hachanami. Maybe we should say Maybe we're not. We should have eaten it only uh, at a different time. Here we see it's only at night time. We said no. So we, we really learned that the, the din applies even to Pesach Doros because it says by Pesach Doros that you have to you have to eat the animal and it's even going to apply at night. But if that's true, says the Gemara, if it's true that Pesach Doros, we learn the din that it can be eaten at night from the Pesach of Avata Savoda, then what does the word Hazeh indicate in the Pesach? That's what we started with. We thought that the word Hazeh in this Pesach indicated something specific about Pesach Mitzrayim to not be applied by Doros. But then we see by Pesach Doros that we already have a Pesach that indicates that we have the status of eating the, eating the Korban Pesach at night. So what does the word Hazeh mean? that we are familiar with about eating up until chatzos. Do we say that? And that's why some people are careful to not eat, eat anything after chatzos. Or do we say that it's the whole night? That's a machlokas elsewhere through Rebbe ben Azariah and Rebbe Akiva. And they, they argue over the word hazeh. And that is question two. Let's try question number three, two thirds of the way down. If it's true that we're allowed to learn from the word hazeh and therefore to possibly uh, differentiate between Pesach Rishon uh, Pesach, excuse me, Pesach, um, Pesach Mitzrayim and Pesach Doros El Meata, the Torah teaches us that a person who's uncircumcised cannot eat the Korban Pesach. That seems to only apply bo on that particular day. Only by Pesach of Mitzrayim that the RL is not allowed to eat, but it implies that maybe a person who's RL Taka could eat from a Korban Pesach today, if there was a base of Mikdash. So it says the Gemara, Amar Kra by Pesach Doros, it says Vavata, and therefore the RL is, allowed to, is not allowed to eat even by Pesach Doros. If that's true, then the word 
bo no longer has a purpose because we tried to make a diuk from the word bo that it teaches us that an RL is restricted from eating the carbon Pesach only by Pesach Mitzrayim year one, but years two through whatever, 3,000, over many Pesachs we've had. So says the Gemara, maybe we should have assumed that, uh, that an RL is allowed to eat. Says the Gemara, no, we know from Vavata that the RL is not allowed to eat even by Pesach, Pesach Doros. Well, if that's true, why then does the Pesach by RL say the word bo? <coughs> Answers the Gemara, bo eno ochel. Fascinating. The Gemara says that an RL is taka true, that the RL is not allowed to eat from the Korban Pesach. However, an RL is allowed to eat matzah and is obligated to eat matzah and maror as well. And that is uh, one of the things that we learned from the word bo. Good. Says the Gemara, yet another question. Elamiata, we're about 20 lines from the bottom or so, two thirds of the way down. Elamiata, we just learned about Oral. What about Kol Ben Nechar? Rashi here points out, the Mephorshim point out, we're talking about a Mumar, someone who rejects part of Halacha. A Mumar is not a person who does Nisr Doraisa. A lot of us have violated, unfortunately, Siri Doraisa. That's not good. But a Mumar is someone who basically rejects uh, one of the fundamental tenets of the Torah. You don't believe in Brismila, you don't believe in this, you don't believe in that. So I did a bris for a family. The father was had such a hard time with bris mila, and he made this comment like, I wish this wasn't a mitzvah in the Torah. Is that a mumar? No, he's not, it's not a mumar. He just doesn't like his kid going through something painful. It's not a mumar. A mumar is someone who says, I, I believe in everything except for shadis. That's a mumar. That person is a machal. So yeah, yeah, actions speak louder than words. Yeah, I maybe mean, in some frames. <laughs> we spoke about this. It's not so pashat, yeah. It's not good. But anyways, yeah, he's for sure not a mumar, not in that regard. That. So anyways, what about a kol ben nechar, lo yochal bo? That's what the Pesach says by Pesach Mitzrayim. That by Pesach Mitzrayim, a kol ben nechar lo yochal bo, what does that imply? Ha'chinami, debo, you know, ochel, only by Pesach Mitzrayim should that have been true. But maybe we would say, aval ochel hu Pesach Doros. maybe the ben nechar, the mumar, should be able to eat from the Korban Pesach by Pesach Doros, says the Gemara, nope, Amar Krabavat, the same Pesach we quoted before, that no, even by Korban Pesach Doros, that a Ben Nechar is not allowed to partake. Why then does the Pesach say Bo, by, by, by Kol Ben Nechar lo Yochal Bo, says the Gemara, because Bo, uh, what does the Pesach teach us? Hamaras Das Poselas Vein, Hamaras Das Poselas Bitruma. Bo Hamaras Das Poselas, only by the Korban Pesach is Hamaras Das Poselas, is this Mumar status, is it Posel? However, Ain Hamaras Das Poselas Bitruma, but you're still allowed to be involved in Truma. That, uh, the fact that you're a Mumar doesn't stop you from partaking in that mitzvah. It's an unbelievable thing, but if you're a Mumar, you're not allowed to participate in other mitzvahs. It's just kind of like a hashkafically fascinating. You're already rejecting one thing, you're now you're not shaykh to something else. It's almost like you, you like left the machanet. So hashkafically, it's not so simple. This comes up uh, in the bris mila world all the time that a person who is a mumar ladover echad, they're not allowed to, the, the mila is not kosher. So I've been in scenarios and I got a kula from Rabbi First like this, that if I'm choshesh that a family is not gonna use an orthodox moel for a Shabbos bris that I can't get to, so we push off the bris to Sunday, why? Because what happens if I am not available? They call a conservative or a reform moel, whoever, and they drive to the bris on Shabbos. So then they were Michal Shabbos. The bris is not a bris. And, the, and forget the Chil Shabbos of driving. The bris was a Chil Shabbos. So it's really not, not so posh. So whenever I have a chush that a family is going to be using someone that is otherwise not, uh, not, a, not a Ben Torah, someone who's not a from Jew, so then he has given some latitude 
to be lenient with that. It's not so simple. There's some nuances here. It's not a blanket statement, but it's a, that, that is a, a basic direction. So we learned about two things just now. We learned about and the Gemara wants to know, why do we need both of them? Three-fourths of the way down, halfway into the thick lines. The Gemara needed to teach, teach both cases. One, of the Arel and one of the Ben Nechar. Why do we need that? Because the Ikasa Rachmana Arel, if the Torah had only spoken about an arm, the mice, because it's unpleasant. It's not, it's not, it's not good. A person does, it's not, not, uh, not ideal. It's mice. It's disgusting, says the Gemara. But Ben Nechar, the mice, it's nothing physical. There's no physical attribute to his uh, Mumar status. So maybe Amalo, I would have thought the Halacha would have been different. Suricha, therefore, we did it to teach both cases. The Ashmin and Ben Nechar, had I started with the case of Ben Nechar where the person was a Mumar, the Mishum de Ainli. He's not really committed to a Kodesh Baruch He's picked his own religion. As one of my rabbis used to say, if you think that one thing in the Torah should be should be different, then your religion is in Judaism, it's Kerishism. Now you've changed everything and you made up your own religion. So this guy is he's a mumar. He's, he's created his own religion. Like a person who's an Arel, it's not Dafka that he's a that he's a mumar. Maybe he couldn't for what for technical reasons. That's a big Shiloh. If a person is a, a, is an Arel because of medical reasons, he's not allowed to get a circumcision. Tilati the Korban Pesach. That's a machlokis in the Rishonim. That's a big deal as to whether or not his Petura, his Ones Rachman of Patre is enough to enable him to eat a Korban Pesach. That's a deal in the Rishonim. So maybe Aval Arel, the Libola Shamai Memalo, Tzricha, therefore we needed both cases. This is now uh, case number five. Question number five, Elameata. Says the Gemara, Toshav is Sachir lo Yochalbo. These are different types of Avadim. Says the Gemara, Hachanami. There it says, Lo Yochalbo. Hachanami de Bo, who ain't Ochel. Maybe by, oh, that was only true by Pesach Mitzrayim, Aval Ochel, who be Pesach Doros. Maybe we can assume that this, per, this person, this Eve, the Toshav and Sachir, that they are allowed to partake in Pesach Doros. No, we learn from Vavata that he is included in Pesach Doros. If that's true, what does the word Bo mean when it says, Toshav is Sachir lo Yochalbo? Ela Bo Lamali. Says the Gemara, Bo, this Gemara, this Gemara is very, very difficult. The Mephorshim don't, it's very unclear as to what this line means. The Gemara seems to have copied the line from the previous uh, quote by the um, by the Ben Nechar. What is it, right? Bo hamaras das poselas. Where do his problems show up? His problems show up uh, by the Korban Pesach. Ben hamaras das poselas petruma, but he's included in truma. What does that have to do? What does that have to do with the Toshav Asachir? It's just the halachic status of an Evid. So the Rishonim are, are struggle. The Mefarshim may struggle with this Gemara. It's not a very simple Gemara to understand. Next case, Elameata Umalta Oso. The halacha is that if there are those in your home that, that you are obligated to do a bris upon them when they're of age, of course, and again, all, all medical issues not, notwithstanding, umalto. so as yochalbo, you have to make sure everybody else has a brisachanami de boeno ochel. We might have th- thought there too that maybe only by Pesach Mitzrayim that you would have been limited if you yourself are circumcised, but the person in your home is not circumcised, your child or your evid for whom you're obligated to give a bris about ochel Pesach ludoros. Maybe we would have thought that you who did not give the bris to your child or to your evid, that you're allowed to partake Pesach doros. No, you're not. You might have assumed that that's mutter. But we, in fact, know that you're not allowed to partake in it because it says, if that's true, then why, when the Pasuk says, Malto, so as bo, why does it say the word bo? Bo, Lamali, eight lines from the bottom. says, It's taka true, the word bo teaches us something, but it's not about Pesach Doros. Everyone agrees about Pesach Doros, that if you, as the as the, bal, the Balabai, if you as the father didn't give the child the bris, that you're not allowed to partake, but what are you still allowed to partake in? You. The guy who did not give the bris to his children, so you can still partake in truma. Elameata, question number seven, seven lines from the bottom. Elameata dechsiv etzem liyishbaruvo. We know that there's a anisser in the Torah. Etzem liyishbaruvo is the pasuk that was quoted by um, 
by Pesach Sheni. That's why if you look in the Mephorshim here, it actually corrects this to say Etzen lo Sishberuvo. That's why there's a little mark here. There's two psukim. There's etzim lo sishbruvo, which we've spoken about already, which refers to Pesach Rishon. And there's etzim lo yishbruvo, which was quoted by Pesach Sheni. So that Gemara says, if we're, if we're using this Pesach to question Pesach Mitzrayim, it can't be yishbruv, because that's Pesach Sheni Pesach. That doesn't work. That's why the Gemara corrects this, etzim lo sishbruvo. And then the Gemara asks as follows, what do we see from etzim lo sishbruvo? Maybe we should assume that today, if the base of Mikdash was rebuilt right now, and in a month or so, we bring the Korban Pesach almost exactly a month. This Friday would be a month. Uh, it'll be a dollar. So then, So maybe we should assume there's no Isra of Etzim in such a case. Amar Kura says, not true. There is an Isra Darais of Etzim even Ladoros based on the Lamali. If, we, if we're saying that we know that Pesach Ladoros has an Isra of Etzim Lo from the Pesach of Avanta, then why did the Pesach say Etzim Lo why say the word bo? It, it seems extra. Bo. Ela bo lamali. Says Gemara bo bekasher velo bepasel. This is a, a, a diuk that we that we saw month, uh, many days ago, many weeks ago at this point, that when it comes to the Isr Doraisa of etzim lo sishbruvo, when does it apply? Bo bekasher. Only if the animal is a kasher velo bepasel. But there, if the animal happened to be a pasel, then there is no Isr of etzim lo sishbruvo. Good. Next, eighth and final question on this particular sugya. Five lines from the bottom. Elamayata. The Torah says in regards to Pesach Mitzrayim, you're not allowed to eat the Korban Pesach if it's um, only partially cooked. That's what we said. No, it's, it's partially cooked. Mimenu, we make the, the deal from the word Mimenu. Maybe we should assume that when it says Mimenu only here, only when it comes to Pesach Mitzrayim, that's when we say that you're not allowed to eat a partially an only partially cooked Korban Pesach, partially roasted, maybe. And maybe by Pesach Doros, it should be Mutter. No, we know from the word Vavadata that when you do the Pesach Doros, it has to be like the Pesach Rishon. And therefore, that you're not allowed to eat the Korban Pesach when it's only partially roasted. So it says the Gemara, if that's true, why then do we have the word Mimena? Says the Gemara, because everybody knows what Rabbah Amar Yitzchak says except for all of us who don't know what Rabba Amar of Yitzchak says, which is me. Take a look at Rashi, two lines from the bottom. Rashi says, It says in a different parak, So we see uh, that the word Mimenu is used in two places. So the word Mimenu, which is what Rabba Amar of Yitzchak was teaching us, is that an Arel is not allowed to um, to be included in Meiser. Good. Says the Gemara, two dots, three lines from the bottom, and the food by Pesach Mitzrayim had to be eaten quickly. Says the Gemara, where do we know that from? Mefurusha Pasuk in the Torah. Damar Kra, v'achaltem, oso v'chipazon. Oso ne'achal v'chipazon. That year, Pesach, uh, Pesach Mitzrayim, that year the food was eaten quickly. However, ve'ein acher, ne'achal v'chipazon, that would not be true for Pesach Doros. Says the Gemara, Pesach Doros, no'e kol shiva, quoting from our Mishnah. That was the last part of our Mishnah, one third of the way down. The Mishnah has this strange line that it says, Pesach Doros, no'e kol shiva. Well, it says the Gemara, amai koi, what are you, last line. Sorry, what are you talking about? What were you referring to? If you're talking about the Korban Pesach itself, Pesach kol shiva mi'ika. You, you only have one day where you bring the Korban Pesach. It's your You eat it the night of Tesvav. Shalom Yisrael. El Acham, it says the Gemara, top of that Sari Baba Mabez, says the Gemara, it must be that when the Mishnah says that it's knowing kol shiva, that it's talking about Chametz. Says the Gemara, Michlal, what's implied from there? 
So that's uh, that's difficult because if you look in the Mishnah, it implies Michlal says the Gemara, de Pesach Mitzrayim Laila Echad Vesulo. It seems to be that only that first night would be problematic. Vehatanya, but the Brisa says that Chametz wouldn't only apply that first night. Vehatanya, Rabbi Yosi Agli the Omri Minayin Pesach Mitzrayim Shein Chimutz Anuagel Yom Echad. So there we see that Rabbi Yosi Aglili was of the opinion that the Isra of Chametz on uh, in that year didn't apply all seven days, but it also wasn't only the first night. It was Yom Echad. It was the whole day. And how does the Brisa know that Rabbi Yosi Aglili held this way? Talmud Omer Lo Yachel Chametz because one pasuk says you're not allowed to eat chametz v'sanichlei hayom atem yotzin. So it's implied from the brayse that we just saw lines two, three, and four. The Rabbi Yossi Aglili is of the opinion that the iser del rice of chametz in Pesach Mitzrayim lasted for 24 hours from the beginning of Pesach by shkia going in from Yudalad to Tesvav Nisan until 24 hours later when the sun set again. Yet it implies from our Mishnah, like the top line says, So which one is it? it in the times of Mitzrayim, was the Isser Darais of Chametz only the night of, or was it the night of and the day that followed, 24-hour period? Says the Gemara, the Hachikam are five lines down. This will then bring us to the Mishnah. Here is Pshat, three separate things we need to know. Laila Echad, in regards to Korban Pesach, that applied by the first night. Uhu Adin Pesach Doros, that the mitzvah del Raisa of Korban Pesach applies only on the first night, that applies by, by Pesach Mitzrayim and Pesach Doros. Bechimutso Kolayom, in regards to Chamis, the halacha by Pesach Mitzrayim is that it applied all day, 24 hours, just like the Brisa says. Pesach Doros, Noi Kol Shiva. Now we know what our Mishnah meant when it says that it's Noi Kol Shiva, that one is obligated to, uh, to not have chametz throughout the, the entire duration of Pesach. Tzadi Vavim and Beis, we're at the Mishnah, seven, eight lines down. Omar Rabbi Yeshua, Shamati, Shetmuras Pesach Kreva, Utmuras Pesach Eno Kreva. Says Rabbi Yeshua, I heard, but I don't know uh, what applies to what here. Uh, he says, I heard that in some cases there's a Tmuras Pesach that's Kreva, that if a, a Korban Pesach is replaced, if you lost the initial one that you set aside, whatever the case may be, uh, we'll get into that a little bit tonight. Uh, so I heard in some cases it's Kreva, that the Korban is brought. I also heard a Tmuras Pesach ain't a Kreva. I heard that sometimes it's not brought, but ain't the Farish. And I don't know, I don't know Pshat. I don't know, I don't know exactly how I'm supposed to figure that out. Take a look at Rashi, just to our left, ain't the Farish. Shachachti al Eze Shamati. Uh, we should, well, I forgot which one we say that the animal should be shechted and which one we say the animal should be tired that it should go out to, to graze until it is sold, until it's sold. So it says the Gemara, Amar Rabbi Akiva, says the Mishnah, Amar Rabbi Akiva, don't worry, I've got you, Rabbi Yoshua. Ani Afaresh, I know you're unclear, but I'm not. I will tell you exactly what's going on. And if you uh, follow along here, you'll see that the, the basic thing that Rabbi Akiva is talking about has nothing to do with Tmura. So remember what Rabbi Yoshua said. He's talking about Tmura. That was his whole frame. But Bikiba answers a little differently. Take a look. Ha-Pesach, shenimsa kodem shechitasa Pesach. Let's say at a Korban Pesach, animal A. Animal A gets lost, so you reappoint animal B. Or you appoint animal B so that you can bring animal B as a Korban. Well, you lost number A. Fine. Ha-Pesach, shenimsa. And then you find animal A, kodem shechitasa Pesach. So the halach is that that animal is yire anchi yistaev. The animal A that was lost has to graze until uh, until it's sold. Its money then goes towards Shlam. So animal B as well needs to do the same. But the basic din is not about the tour. The basic din is about animal A. Fine. Let's say you find animal A that was lost after the Pesach was brought. So animal B was already shechted. So the halacha is that animal A is karev shlamim, so the animal, animal A is going to be, it's after the Korban Pesach, because animal B was shechted for Korban Pesach. So the halacha is that animal A is karev shlamim. Here we don't say, here we don't say that the animal 
uh, goes out to graze, and also had it been that that animal was also replaced, any replacements of this animal, third animal, fourth animal, whatever it is, any iteration of replacements of this animal would be Korban Shlomo. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yoshua asked this question about Tmuras Pesach Kreva, Tmuras Pesach Eina Kreva, but that's very, very strange because the answer to his question was really just about Korban Pesach. Rabbi Akiva added in Bechain Tmuraso, but Be'etzem, Rabbi Akiva's answer was not about Tmura. It was really just a question about, uh, really just a question about Pesach. So that's the Gemara is bothered by that. The Lema Pesach Karib, Pesach Eno Karib. Why didn't uh, Rabbi Yoshua, what, what, what was he remembering? Why did Rabbi Yoshua, whoever, whoever taught Rabbi Yoshua, why was Rabbi Yoshua taught to say that this was a question about Tmura? After all, it's really not a question about Tmura. It, I guess it has an application to it, but it's really not about Tmura. So says the Gemara, second line, about a third of the way down, what do we learn from here? That there are times that there's a Tmuras Pesach, which is not Karev, that you have a replacement of a Korban Pesach that's not brought. When does this apply? This is the ratio of our Mishnah, where if you have animal A that's lost, and then you have animal B, which is a Tmura, and then you find animal A, both of those animals cannot be brought, or they cannot be Karev. You have to dedicate a new animal. So that was the Chiddush of Rabbi Yoshua. That's why he framed the question as in Tmura. That's what he remembered from his Rebbe, though he didn't remember when it applied, but he, that's why he added in the word itmar machlokas what is the breaking point for which we determine um uh-oh i lost the animal and now we're moving forward with animal b so says the gemara itmar that's machlokas amorim rabba amar kodem shrita ulaachar shrita shaninu just a question of when the knife cuts if by the before the knife cuts they find animal a stop the press everybody stop we found animal a which means a and b have to go out and graze until we sell them now we need to get animal c to bring the korban that's what Rabzera says that the, the, the line in the sand is the shechita. It can't possibly get a later moment than that. Rabzera Amar no, Kodem All we're talking about is when the halachic uh, time begins at the earliest threshold, which is before or after chatzos. Well, the Rabzera, wait a minute. Rabzera, you said that an animal is going to be karev. Animal B will be karev, even if you find the lost animal A after chatzos, but before it's nishchat. How can you say that? Says the Gemara, Ula Reb Zeira, Haktani Kodem Shchita Sapesach. It says in the Mishnah, Kodem Shchita Sapesach. If you find it before the the Shchita Sapesach, how can you say that the line in the sand is the time of Chatzos? That's not correct. The line in the sand is not the time of Chatzos. It should be the Shchita. That's what our Mishnah says. Reb Zeira, what are you talking about? So what does Reb Zeira answer? Ema. He says Kodem Zman Shchita Sapesach. It's not. It's the Zman of Shchita Sapesach, not the Shchita itself. Namely, it's Chatzos and not the time that the knife actually uh, does its uh, does its work of the actual shechita. And in fact, Reb Zera has arrived for this from a b'risa kitanoi. The b'risa says like that, that there's a machlokis in the tanaim. Ha-pesach, ha-pesach shenimtza kodem shechita yireh la'achar shechita yikrav, that if you find a korban pesach before the actual shechita takes place, that's like the shita of Rabbah. So then... Uh, then the halacha is that it needs to go out and graze, and then you'll sell it, and then you'll take that money and use it for shlamim. But la'achar shchita yikrav, if you find the animal afterwards, it will be karev as a shlamim. It won't be brought as a korban pesach, but at least it can be brought as a shlamim. Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, kodem chatzos yireh la'achar chatzos yikrav. So he says, Rabbi Eliezer says that kodem chatzos yireh la'achar chatzos yikrav, that if you find it before chatzos hayom. Ah, so the machlokas, Rabbi and Rabzeira, is the line in the sand as it relates to tmura. Is that line in the sand, chatzos hayom, the very beginning of the halachic time when the korban pesach can be karev? Or do we say, no, it's not about that. Rather, it is about uh, the actual uh, shechita, which may be hours later, uh, whenever it is, it is. So that's a machlokas tanaim that is reflected in the Amorim between Rab and Rebzeir. One last little piece, just a few more lines, and then we'll stop. And our Mishnah had said, achar shechita sa pesach, you have that if we find 
that if we find animal A that was lost, we had replaced it with B, we find animal A, but we found him after animal B was already nishchat for the Korban Pesach, so then animal A is brought as a, as a shlemim. That's what the Gemara says. Two dots halfway down, Sadevav Medbeis says the Gemara as follows, Amar Rava, Lo Shanu, when do we say that animal A, which was found after the shechita of its tour of its replacement of animal B, when do we say that animal A is brought as a shlamim? Lo Shanu, Once it's been replaced already with another animal. If animal A was found beforehand, but we didn't make its replacement until afterwards, so then then we would say that, no, you're not allowed to do that because the animal was found beforehand and the truma, the tumura was only done afterwards, then we would say that it's lo kreva, that you're not allowed to bring a korban shlamin. We're going to stop at Eisve, one third of the way down. Emir Tashem will pick up on Motzei Shabbos at 8.40 p.m. Wishing you all a freilich and perm and a beautiful Shabbos. Shkosh. Welcome to you.